welcome back to the Wool Gatherer podcast. I have with me a guest today. That guest is Cameron Brennan. Cameron, Cameron. Cameron Brennan. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you? Oh, you know, just living the dream as, as usual. <laughs> uh, <laughs> surviving. You know. Yeah, surviving. Yeah, surviving in a pandemic. Um, so, Cameron, tell me about yourself. I mean, I've known you for a couple years now, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure a bunch of people who are listening to me don't. So, <laughs> um, there's not much to tell. Uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a, I, I play, I, uh, 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 <laughs> I'm a amateur streamer on Twitch. Um, nice. I'm a amateur graphic designer. Um, I have a degree in communication and i have yet to use it i am a <laughs> pizza delivery driver <laughs> oh yeah it's not it's not great um hey, i mean you know that's better than being completely totally unemployed yeah, that's, like that's someone else i might know <laughs> but <laughs> yeah but you know when there's a giant snowstorm outside and they're like when are you coming in it's not great yeah that's that's kind of less than ideal <laughs> yeah but yeah, for, for those of you who don't know, Cameron and I both went to school together um, at St. Vincent, mm-hmm. which was a fun time. A time. Um, it was a time. <laughs> uh, but we met each other doing theater. Um, I can't remember. I don't remember what, like, the first show I was in with you. Oh, uh I know I was in How to Succeed with you because yep. you were Mr. Brat. Brat, Brat, yeah, something like that. Yeah. We were in How something to Succeed. Like we mm-hmm. were in. <laughs> Did you want to do company <laughs> shows? Did you do Greg's like plays and stuff? I didn't do his plays. No. Okay. Um. Were you in? What the hell is it called? Maybe you weren't there yet when we did it. Um, Carousel. No, that was the year before me. Was year before I me. was in um, Anything Goes. Were you in that? No, but I wanted to be. I went and okay. saw it. I was like, ah, I should have auditioned. We were <laughs> that was, oof, that was quite a... Beast together. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were uh, Monsieur Dark. Yep, I had a total of three, no, six lines. <laughs> I had six lines and a song I shared with Gaston and LeFou. Hey, well, you killed those six lines. Oh, so. appreciate it. I worked really hard on them. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think one of my staples with Greg was always memorizing my lines at the very, very last minute, and it always <laughs> kind of put him on edge. My staple with Greg was I didn't learn my lines, and then Tech Week, he was like, Cameron, learn your damn lines. And I was like, I'll do it on the night. <laughs> yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, but we were in probably about four or five shows together and then i also directed cam in uh (laughs) and he was in guys and dolls i directed him in that oh yeah it was very good that was i completely forget about guys and dolls all the time i do too that was a bit of a trip for me because if i wasn't doing that i was kind of drunk so it was very <laughs> that that whole like two months was very blurry for me i will mm-hmm. yeah guys and dolls was i don't know it was interesting it was a good show but um i also a... directed cameron in um 
this a show that I wrote called Crossroads. And Have you not talked the... about Crossroads on this? Surely you talked about Crossroads on this podcast. No. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wrote and directed and mm-hmm. cast an ch- entire show to, by yourself, so. Yeah, that was a little, probably a little bit too much for me to take on. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a good time. That was a good show. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun with that show. Mm-hmm. That that was probably one of my highlights of from St. Vincent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Cameron and I go way back about three years, four <laughs> years. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to have him on the show because uh, I'm a big fan of his Twitch stream. Appreciate it's a lot it. of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I wanted to have him on to kind of promote that and to talk about um, some gaming stuff. Uh, Cameron is also a Star Wars fan like myself, so we're going to talk some Star oh, Wars stuff. Oh boy. We're going to talk <laughs> or we're going to argue? Oh boy. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's yeah. what we're here for. Um, but let's talk gaming first. So yeah. um, what exactly, like what, why'd you go to Twitch? Like why do you stream? Um. So when the pandemic yeah, I don't know if you know there's a pandemic going on, but when it hit, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> we're all in this together in these trying mm. times. I now more than ever wanted <laughs> something to do mm-hmm. that could potentially make me money. Yes. Um, and at the time, I was like hopping from one job to another. I mean, even before the p- pandemic, I was kind of drifting, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I worked in a warehouse. I was bartending. I started delivering Mm -hmm. pizza and all of them were kind of part-time because I was either working nights or I was working an obscenely long shift on a Wednesday, like a 10 hour shift on a Wednesday. And then I have Thursday off. Yeah. So I need, I I wanted to do something. I tried an Etsy shop. I got a couple sales, but I just kind of was like, "Eh, eh, eh." Mm -hmm. and I've been playing video games since I was five or six. Like Mm -hmm. it, it, I can't remember when I wasn't playing video games, I guess, is the best. <laughs> so I thought, you know, screw it. It's still fun to do. I'm still playing video games. If I get a couple viewers, three or four, I can interact with them. You know that. I like doing that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, at first when I started, I was like, oh, I can I can build this up. I can start making a little cash on the side. And then when mm-hmm. I started doing it, it turned more into like a, a hobby. I jump on here every now and then. If I can, if I feel like I'm going to be doing something good, I jump on. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how it started. And then as I'm getting more followers, once I get to 50, I think I'm at 42, then I can start applying to start making revenue. But right, right now, I mean, that's not really the focus, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's right. making money. It's paying the bills. <laughs> it's yeah. asking Uncle Joe for that uh, stimmy bill. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's on, that's on my mind too. It's on yeah. everybody's mind. Um, yeah, really. but, uh, it just became a lot of fun to do. I enjoyed streaming. I enjoyed getting like eight or 10 viewers. That's a lot for me. That's cool to <laughs> yeah. see. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's really become more of a fun thing to do for me, a hobby. And hopefully in the future, I'll get enough followers. I can start making a little bit of money from something I really enjoy doing mm-hmm. because oh, of, that's awesome. Yeah. In yeah. all reality, it's not that terribly hard to do. I mean, you 
right. set up a camera if you need one, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to play a game, I turn on Twitch, and it's done. Mm-hmm. I really don't have to worry about anything else, especially now. It's such a... Uh, I'm new. I'm br- kind of brand new to Twitch. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really worried. Oh, how, how's the quality in the camera? Oh, what, what's the stream? Qu- I don't care about that. If they want to watch, they want to right. watch. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not... I'm not here like, you know, Nick Merckx or Ninja, like, you know, all these flashing things. Like, hey, don't forget to subscribe. If you subscribe, you're going to be entered into a $100 gift card giveaway. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, those streams are a little bit much sometimes. Yeah. Like... I, I, wa- I want to do a stream that's more of, I'm playing video games, I'm hanging out, come hang out with me. Right. Because I kind of grew up watching all those YouTube channels like Game Grumps and uh, mm-hmm. Video Game Donkey and Jontron and all that kind of stuff where it, was, it wasn't it was so much about entertaining like, my best trick shots or all that kind of stuff. It was just, come hang out, I'm going to tell a couple of jokes, have a good right. time. And I mm-hmm. like that. And I, I think there needs to be more streams like that. And yeah, I think, absolutely, I agree. Yeah, and I think the best place to look for is these little streams that... Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 play uh, Elder Scrolls Online or Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. Two. Like not 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 something that's getting all these big views like Fortnite or Warzone. It's just something. Come watch me ride a horse for twenty five minutes and just talk about my day. <laughs> it's something very uh, relaxing almost. Yeah, nice and casual too. Yeah, yeah. And then you know sometimes right, so... I have friends on. I have. I think you've watched a couple with Sam. I think you've watched a couple oh, yeah. with Rachel. You're going to be on <laughs> Friday. It's just something. Mm-hmm. Come hear a joke or two if we can make one and <laughs> hang out yeah 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 no that's awesome so then you talked about uh red dead 2 and mm. about um elder scrolls online what is your favorite game then to play on stream to stream yeah my favorite to stream is probably elder scrolls online because that's something mm-hmm. that i can play for hours that's something i can yeah. stick on stream and um twitch has certain requirements for you to start getting paid and you mm-hmm. have to stream for a certain number of hours a week right and with stuff like Warzone or Fortnite, i can play like maybe three or four games of those at most and i'm it, yeah out. it gets old yeah yeah. Whereas in Elder Scrolls Online, that's something I can just sit down and I can grind and play for ages and I can just mm-hmm. talk and I can kind of get lost in the moment. So those types of games are almost grindy. I hate to say that yeah. because uh, I think Elder Scrolls Online does a really good job of covering that grind up with uh, quests and really good gameplay. It kind of, you almost get lost in the grind. Like, oh, I'm grinding for this set, but in reality I'm fighting you know, these uh, dungeons and these monsters and these giant crab people because I want a certain set. And it gets kind of um, a good stream to watch. There's always something entertaining going on. There's always something on the screen. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just something I can play for hours on end, which I think is nice for streaming. Yeah, absolutely. I know, like, I have, like, three games that I play. It's, like, Warzone, Battlefront 2, and uh, Rocket League. Yeah. And in in one night of gaming, I have to go through all three, and my night of gaming is over in about two hours. That's the biggest issue with streaming, I think, because yeah. that's a lot of... I, if I'm not streaming, that's how I kind of play video games. I hop from one mm-hmm. thing to the other, unless I'm playing with someone. Um, mm-hmm. And that's hard to do when you're streaming, because I can't be like, hey, I'll be right back, I'm going to switch a game. It's, mm-hmm. it's very... You have to stick to a game. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, so recently i started streaming a playthrough of doom eternal on mm-hmm. hardcore mode or whatever yeah and that was good because i would stream the level once i finish a level mm-hmm. i'm done the stream 
it's not a very long stream, but it's something that my attention span won't give out in right. the middle of it. Like I'm yeah. playing Warzone, I may be in my thirtieth minute, and I'm just kind of like, I okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna place eightieth again. Cool. I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. So with like those types of games, the like battle royale types of games, it's best to play with other people. Mm-hmm. So even if you're just kind of like, ugh, you still got friends and like I, I streamed the other night with my dad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I watched that stream. That yeah, was fun. <laughs> just uh, you know, people to interact with that kind of keeps you in the right. The yeah, it keeps you in the moment and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um. I'm looking at my list of questions here that is completely blank. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, I see. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, it says uh, podcast number nine. That's about it. Um, okay, well, yeah, and like Cameron said, we're going to be gaming on Friday, and Friday is the... Oh, my calendar's gone. Friday is the 5th of February, 2021. My calendar's on like January. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's You're actually in the, the past, 8th. Cameron. <laughs> uh, Friday's the 8th of January. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think I could do January over again. It's nearly March. It's been a year. <laughs> it's still March 2020, honestly. It, it's still... I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but the last year, almost year, 10 months, has felt like some kind of terrible fever dream and it's (laughs) like i find myself tonight in the exact same place that i was 10 months ago it it, it's just crazy you know yeah i mean you just kind of have to learn how to kind of shut off and go with the flow i mean for the past (laughs) three years i've put my head down and just kind of drifted through (laughs) yeah um which helped me during the pandemic. It was kind of like, I need to find a job. I can't find a job. Yeah. I need to p- pick up a job. Okay, I have this job. Mm-hmm. I need to make money. Right. Yeah, that's understandable. And, yeah. And the streaming hoping... is just like a part of that kind of deal. If I can, I stream. I like right. streaming. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love to make it a full-time job, but that requires yeah. a lot of work mm-hmm. that isn't my top priority right now, if that makes right. sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, with me like I I want my like just like all my writing to be my main priority Mm -hmm. but of course I have the school stuff and all the like reading for school and stuff like that that's kind of you know not in the way but also in the way yeah yeah no it's but it it takes priority I guess you could say Mm -hmm. so it's almost kind of like when this is over when I get my shit together you guys are gonna regret it (laughs) like it's very yeah um it's something to keep in mind for the future. It's something to definitely mm-hmm. hold on to and keep track of right now. But then once you kind of get the important stuff out of the way, for me, it's like bills and finding a steady job. Then you can kind of be like, okay, this is my next project. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. I'm going to, let's move on to, well, I mentioned before Cameron is a big star Wars fan. Um, I'd say probably, probably right on par maybe a little bit above myself just a bit. um just a little bit <laughs> well i'm a fan of other things more than you if that makes sense. i'm a bigger fan of other things and you're a bigger fan than me right that that makes sense yeah yeah i know like for me i'm more of a uh 
the thing that has drawn me into Star Wars in the last few years has been more of the Disney produced like mm-hmm. media and stuff. But I think you're more like uh, Old Republic stuff like that. Extended universe, right? baby. Extended I didn't universe. Need Disney. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. I mean, who does? It's not that I don't like Disney. I like Solo. Mm-hmm. I liked Rogue One. I like. Liked... See, those are the ones I don't like. <laughs> I liked The Force Awakens. Okay. And that's there we go. It. That that's understandable though. Like I like, I went into the Force Awakens ready to absolutely hate it, and I walked out and I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Like Disney's gonna kill this, and then Disney did kill it, but in a bad way. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> like I I do, I have a deep appreciation for the sequel trilogy. It's my favorite one. I I like the characters a lot, um, but you know, like as time has progressed, I have realized. The many, many, many flaws of uh, the last two movies, many, at least. Many. In that trilogy. Many flaws. <laughs> yeah, emphasis on many. They, uh, I don't know. They... I mean, oh, what are your thoughts? Let's, let's hear what you have to say. I've, I've definitely talked about this before. Oh, so. okay. We, we have five yeah. hours. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, we, we've got a while. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I liked the first movie. I liked mm-hmm. where they were going with it. Yeah, because it felt like it had direction. It, At least some. It did, yeah. yeah. It felt like, okay, this is an establishing movie. Here are all our characters. They're going to get them into crazy hijinks. And I went into the second movie with huge hopes. Like, it's going to mm-hmm. be great. It looks dark. It looks like it mm-hmm. looks like a proper, like, a, almost a, akin to Rogue One. More yep. war than 80s mm-hmm. space fantasy. Yep. Um... And I remember it was me and Sam. We went uh, to we went to the movies. It was packed. We had to pre-order our seats. We waited in line. Mm-hmm. We went to the yep. premiere, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we get in our seats. We're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. And as we're watching, the first scene comes up. Spoilers, I guess, for anyone who has yet to see the last. Jedi. Oh yeah, that they should know by now. <laughs> and the first scene comes up with Poe Dameron attacking the dreadnought mm-hmm. and we're kind of sitting there going it's one x-wing taking on a dreadnought and mm-hmm. it's like even in the star wars universe fantasy that doesn't make any sense yeah no and so it turned into kind of like this is just a plot armor movie um yep we're watching through and i still have hope i'm like oh it looks really cool you know <laughs> snoke's there there's kylo ren um, and the whole space thing's happening. They're, they they can't catch up to them, mm-hmm. even though they have multiple fleets that could flank them. But I'm not going to get into the statistics. <laughs> the logistics. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> God, I'm just thinking about that scene now. I'm getting upset. Um, <laughs> and the scene comes around when Kylo Ren flies through, and he's not going to blow up the ship that Leia's on, and he flies away, mm-hmm. and then they blow up the ship, and she gets sucked out into space. Yeah, and I was kind of like, <gasps> "Well, okay, she, the actress is dead. This is a yeah, a brutal way to go, but yeah, you know, whatever. Do what you have to, yeah." <laughs> and I, the moment I realized that Star Wars had, for me, had jumped the shark, was when Leia is in the vacuum of space, frozen, <laughs> and flies through space back to the ship. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of sitting there going, what the hell? 
And I look over to my friend, Sam, and he is gritting his teeth. His knuckles are blue, <laughs> gripping on the seat. And he's like, this fucking movie is piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm like, that's really, really cheesy. But I guess it's the force, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I guess. Yeah. And at, and then they got to Canto Bite, and I'm like, holy sugar, I don't get what they're trying to do. I guess maybe they're trying to expand the universe. So at this point, I'm trying to rationalize. Maybe they're doing this so they can sell, uh, you know, maybe at Disney they can have Canto Bite coins or a little mini Canto Bite or something. A Canto Bite hoodies. Yeah, something like yeah. Canto Bite Con 20 whatever. And I'm at this point, I'm not even rationalizing. Well, in Star Wars, they would have casinos. I'm like, maybe Disney is trying to sell these stupid animals that they ride through the city. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, they pick up the stuttering dude who's supposed to be the hacker. Who plays him again? I always forget. Oh, his name. it's uh, Benicio del Toro. Yeah. I love him as an actor. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. okay. This is going to be interesting. It's not. No. Um, Captain Phasma's back. Skipping forward, Captain Phasma's back. That's really cool. She's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's an evil uh, BB-8. An evil BB-8. Yeah, like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. He's in it for a minute. Um, I, uh, that was such a disappointment. I wanted him to, like, full-on duke it out with BB-8. Yeah, that was, it was like, be a lot of people would have called that stupid, but it would have been cute. Two little balls Star bouncing Wars, against though. him. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. No. He just yeah. tells Captain Phasma, who dies anyway. <laughs> um... Captain Fat, I mean, she didn't even, she's just such a disappointment of a character. And they had Gwendolyn Christie as Captain Phasma. It, it didn't show her face, like, at all. Like, that was a complete waste of Money. an extremely talented yeah. actor. It was, actress. Yeah. It was, cl- like, that was clearly, it's a toy, Captain Phasma. The difference mm-hmm. being, because they wanted to make their own Boba Fett. The difference right. being with Boba Fett is that he was cool. Yeah. The parts that he was in, besides the ending, he was he was standing there. He was menacing. He had this awesome ship. He was the one that got Han Solo. He teamed up mm-hmm. with Darth Vader. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain Phasma got thrown into the trash can and then died. <laughs> and it was like, that's not how you even market a, char- a character. No, because she became ridiculous as soon as they threw her in the trash can been yeah she became just like a joke yeah it was kind of... which i mean i guess if they were just going to use if 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 force awakens was a standalone mm. like that would i would have been like fine yeah like she's gone it was just a marketing thing but the fact that they had to bring her back just to kill her again was just it just didn't it felt cheap yeah you know? it felt like the last jedi should have been the last movie mm-hmm. everyone gets all the, yep. the original three get killed off or they should have yeah um the what's his name snoke is dead it it's felt like it had all the buildings of the last one and instead it was like Mm -hmm. what more is there to tell like i don't you know they they really really could have if they when i was sitting in the theater i thought for sure when luke disappeared leia was gonna go too and I thought that would be such a great yeah. way, great send-off for Carrie Fisher. Like, it would have been amazing. And then you have that last shot, they're all in the Falcon. It's like, oh, there's hope. Yeah. And then you end with the scene from the little kid and the series there. Yeah. Like, like that works. 
But and then they could have done like what Disney's doing now, Disney Plus, a uh, uh, Ray series, a Finn series, yep. a Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. a Ben series. When before he's Kylo Ren, like yeah, they could have. They could have changed Star Wars for the better, but instead what mm-hmm. they wanted to do was just make another trilogy, mm-hmm. but they had no plan for that. They went, we want another trilogy, uh, Star Wars, uh, the Desert Kids is Star, oh, and he has a cool mask, oh, and they're going to be the... And then they just got too overwhelmed with all these ideas. It was like, mm-hmm. the, in my opinion, the new trilogy is a is a horse built by a committee. Have you heard that saying? A camel is a horse <laughs> built by a committee. Everyone had their I've say. I've not heard that, but I like that. Yeah. It's saying... <laughs> You, someone had this idea for the trilogy, and then yeah. a lot of people had their say in it, and so it turned mm-hmm. into this jumbled mess of cool ideas, mm-hmm. but poorly executed. Absolutely. And I think yeah. the worst idea mm-hmm. was Ray being related to Palpatine. I will agree with you, absolutely. Because the when I heard Luke go, it's time for the Jedi to end. That was a cool mm-hmm. hook. What does mm-hmm. that mean? I'm interested. When I heard Palpatine mm-hmm. laugh at the end of Rise of Skywalker, I thought they're just trying to make up for the shit show that was The Last Jedi. Yeah. I didn't feel chill. I didn't feel this is going to be interesting. I just felt, okay, whatever. He's trying to save the trilogy. Yeah. And he didn't because they decided <laughs> they basically said Palpatine Fox. <laughs> and that's not yeah. something that's appealing to me. He's an old <laughs> shriveled man that doesn't care about that. That's not Palpatine. He cares about one thing, power. Yeah. He doesn't care about having a fling. It's like the, uh, <laughs> what's it with the Harry Potter book, The Cursed Child. Mm-hmm. where Voldemort, oh, that, oh. Voldemort had a kid. No, he didn't. He was a snake person that wanted to kill people. He he didn't care about relations. Yeah, no. And that was the thing I felt about um, The Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, Palpatine didn't care. Palpatine, when would he have time? He was busy electrocuting mm-hmm. teenage boys and killing people. Like, I don't... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And it, electrocuting teenage boys and killing people. I mean, people. yeah, because that was the villain. He was so mysterious yeah. and evil and bent and a monster. He was more, mm-hmm. by the uh, Return of the Jedi, he was more monster than man. And that's what made mm-hmm. the prequel so good. You got to see him before he actually, he was always evil, but before he, sh- he showed his true form. Right. And then the prequels come around and go, oh, and by the way, he fucks, so, okay. <laughs> and you're like, what? What? No, he doesn't. Yeah, it. I don't know. Like, I the the whole. I mean, I, I. The trilogy. I think the two main reasons it went awry were first of all, they had multiple directors mm. and multiple writers, which shouldn't have happened. It should have been all. Mm-hmm. Either Lee, I would have honestly. I would have after Force Awakens been like, okay. I would have had faith in J.J. Abrams. Yeah, when I watched it, I was like, okay, he did the Star uh-huh. Trek's pretty damn good. He did this pretty damn good. I'm mm-hmm. hopeful. Yeah, if he had had control, I think, of everything, it might have fit together more. Or even if he had the ability to say, well, that doesn't, well, Ryan, that doesn't make sense because mm-hmm. this. But instead, it was kind of like, yeah. uh, 
<laughs> it was like, okay, JJ had his turn. Now, Ryan, you have a chance. Okay, that didn't do good. Mm-hmm. Uh, JJ, come back here. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, oh. It just... Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing with having Ryan Johnson direct the second movie, I, I'm a big fan of Ryan Johnson outside of Star Wars. I've Star seen his Wars, other movies, like, and I, I'm thoroughly enjoyed Knives Out was excellent. excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I did a report on him. My final project for my one of my classes last, last semester was on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but his like main like touch as a director and as a writer is complete subversion of genre. So you take something like Knives Out, which he wrote and directed. He completely changed how you would expect like a detective movie to go. Right. Like you didn't follow the detective at all. You found out who the killer was in the first 20 minutes of the film. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's complete subversion. And he did that with Star Wars. And in a way it was like, oh, that's different and fresh and new. And at the same time, it didn't fit at all. It doesn't belong in a trilogy. No. It, if... If he had directed something like Solo or something yeah. like Rogue One, or if they had given him like free reign to do some movie like they're giving Taika Waititi, yeah. like I would love to see that. I'm really interested to see if he actually keeps his trilogy that was rumored years mm-hmm. years ago. Did you hear about that? How he yeah he got a trilogy. Uh, the two brothers that did Game of Thrones got Game a trilogy. Thrones. Do they still have their trilogy? Yeah. No, but, they they said they weren't doing it anymore. Yeah, I heard. Which I'm kind of interested to see. Well, it was, it was rumored that it was going to be um, Old Republic. I know, I know. Well, after season eight, I got real of uh, Game of Thrones. I got really nervous. Yeah. Like, season eight of Game of Thrones was. I stopped watching like after the big battle. I was like, cool, it's done. And then I never watched it. That's how you should watch it honestly yeah because i know what happens and i'm like i don't really want to see any of that so so that's why i was nervous about the trilogy i was like oh my god they're gonna like do these two awesome movies and the third movie is gonna wrap everything up really quickly yeah i yeah i i'm kind of glad that they i would i would be interested to see them do like maybe like a series on disney plus i don't think they'll do it maybe give them an episode of the mandalorian or something that would be cool i would love to see that but um which is another thing I'm worried about the Mandalorian. Because mm. we're watching all this stuff. Oh, the Empire's trying to clone something with Metachlorians. I'm like... I mean, are they gonna we kind of know to... what it is, though. Yeah, that's making me worried. I'm like, are they going to try to justify Palpatine mm-hmm. being back? I'm like, don't do not do that. Well, I mean, the only thing that... The only thing I really like about... I thought season two of the Mandalorian was excellent. I felt that it was too oversaturate, oversaturated with hey, remember this person from the Clone Wars or from uh, Return of the Jedi? Like, here they are. Yeah. And, like, it's cool. It's cool in the moment. But then you look back and you're like, oh, Luke Skywalker. Why did he need to be here? Like, the whole the whole premise of the show is about this clan of two. And now, all of a sudden, that isn't a thing yeah. anymore. There's a lot of things where I was like, oh, that's so cool. But mm-hmm. it didn't really add to the storytelling. Like, they showed Ahsoka no. Tano. And that whole episode is fantastic. It's got a kid. It's, it's got a yeah. samurai vibe. It's got a, a western vibe. I was like, mm-hmm. that's Star Wars. It's so cool. And then she's like, yeah, I can't help you. Go find another one. And I'm like, yeah. it's just, it, 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 it seems like, I love The Mandalorian. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. But it seems oh, yeah. like it was going to be a video game. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason or another, they decided, no, we're going to make this a TV show instead. And it's kind of like, uh it's a planet of the week so to speak where's mm-hmm. he going this time right 
Yeah, that that whole I was glad that season two had more of a kind of a story to tell. Mm-hmm. Like the first season was kind of like uh, Baby Yoda and uh, Mando ping ponging between planets until the last episode when they finally like find something they need to do yeah. that's important. And then the second season, it was more like find a Jedi were the first like five episodes find like more things force related the sixth episode and then it was find grogu in the last two yeah and so and i appreciated that um but the whole bringing like it it feels like just like a jumping off point for for, other shows for other shows worrying yeah because like like don't get me wrong like i'm really excited for the ahsoka show i think it has a lot of potential um and like the other two the book of, there's two the right book of fat that one i'm interested to see that one the book of boba fett and then rangers of the new republic uh, i thought there was another one uh, i don't remember there was there's a lot but um it, like it's the season very fan servicey uh, i will yeah. admit they brought because i noticed they're starting to bring back at least in the show stuff that disney retconned Mm-hmm. So like, Boba Fett's uh, knee shotgun, uh, dark mm-hmm. troopers. Which, when I saw them in their charging vents at the very end of the episode, I was like, "Those are dark troopers." Mm-hmm. Like they were so exciting to see. Yeah. Um. Wish they had. It... Yeah, it's it's just worrisome. It seems like the man they're taking the Mandalorian and saying, "Okay, we're gonna essentially make up for." the oopsies we made in the last jedi and uh the rise of skywalker and mm-hmm. i'm kind of like i'd rather you just make a good show instead yeah. of going look at all this cool stuff because mm-hmm. i'm like oh that's cool but that doesn't add to the story yeah so like luke coming to get grogu mm-hmm. was really cool you know it was amazing seeing r2 i was just like oh that's so cool but there was so I watched it with my parents. There were so many points during season two where they were like, "What? Who's this?" Mm-hmm. Like when they showed what's her name, the um, Mandalorian, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. I was mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, I was really interested." And they're like, "Huh?" Yeah. And I'm worried that going forward, they're going to be more. Remember this guy from that episode of the Clone Wars? Remember, remember yeah, Sebulba? Yeah, that was, that was like, kind of the, th- the thing that made the Mandalorian kind of cool was like, it was a starting place for people. Like you start at the Mandalorian, like that's your first exposure to Star Wars and you're, you don't need to have much background information other than what everyone pretty much knows about Star Wars. Right. Like it's wars and space. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, I'm just worried it's going to become like another Clone Wars or Rebels, which I love, but they're mm-hmm. not a show for the public, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, if I sat down with my parents and we started watching the Clone Wars, they would be like, okay. Um, yeah. Whereas I would be, oh, oh, what he said here, that means, like, mm-hmm. I really, they need to either get back on track where it's it's the Mandalorian, it's Grogu, it's Star Wars, and not remember star wars it shouldn't be a remember mm-hmm. star wars it should be this is star wars right which is what absolutely worried me about the force awakens when i watched it i loved it but it mm-hmm. was very much like remember jedi remember the sith remember the empire 
instead of mm-hmm. this is the first order uh this is the new republic the jedi are extinct the sith are extinct done mm-hmm. it was remember the empire remember jedi she doesn't remember jedi it's mm-hmm. like it's cool for a fan but as a yeah. movie it's like or a tv show in the mandalorian's case it's kind of like okay this is cool yeah what do you think of wandavision speaking of oh, i was going to ask you about it um <laughs> i was really really skeptical I watched the first two episodes the night it came out mm-hmm. because I just don't sleep. Um, yeah, I was up and then I was like, oh, WandaVision's out. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't excited for it mm-hmm. because, you know, Marvel's like my secondary-ish thing. Like, I'm a fan, but I'm not like a huge fan, right. you know? Like, I don't have Marvel posters in my room. I I, <laughs> I don't either. I don't remember the posters I have. It's Star Wars. It's literally all Star Wars and a Doctor Who. Yeah, all my all, I have all Star Wars posters. That's pretty much it. Um, but like I, my sister was excited for it. She's Marvel is her thing. Okay. So I was I was gonna watch it to like you know talk to her about it, and I watched the first two episodes. And at the end of the second episode, I was like, "Ooh, that's this is this is interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like pulling me in or anything." But um, by the end of the third episode, I was fully invested and now just having had the fourth episode come out on friday uh i'm like i have so many like theories like bumping around in my head like i it's very very good like it's like so much better than i thought it would be like i was telling um one of my friends like i think it's better than this season of the mandalorian honestly like yeah I think it has more of a, it has that fresh feel. It has that kind of like unexpected thing. And um, like, you feel like there's something big coming. Like, I like we know this is going to set up, what is it, stage five or whatever. The multiverse. Yeah. yeah. But like, this feels like, like it's building to something important in the show itself and not just like, Here's a spinoff. Yeah. Go. Like, it, it feels... I don't know. I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I will describe the show as binge-worthy. Oh, absolutely. Because so far watching it week to week, I couldn't care less about this show. What? I watched the first two episodes. So I watched the first episodes. Again, spoilers. Mm-hmm. I watched yeah. the first episode, and the end, something interesting happens. But the entire mm-hmm. show, it was literally a sitcom, but yep. it was Wanda and Vision. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of watching it. I'm kind of, okay, it's, it's cute. Let's go to the second one. Exact same thing. Kind of a mm-hmm. sitcom. At the very end, something cool happens. And I'm like, oh, okay. And was um, mm-hmm. that might have been the episode with the radio. So a little bit more happens. Right. I'm like, okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. And then was the third episode the first? Yeah, when she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Just like I just don't give a shit at this point. I don't care that you're pregnant. I don't care that it's going around rapidly. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, the end of that, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. now it should have been this. It should right. have been more. When she says she was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? That was like, ooh, ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I just, I think it's because I just don't care about the characters. I don't care about Wanda. <laughs> I don't care about Vision. I saw them. They're done. 
that in yeah. my uh, when I saw them, I was like, ah, oh, Vision died. Okay. Ah, oh, Wanda's heartbroken. Okay. Oh, okay. We're still talking about them. Okay. Um, but then the fourth fourth episode, mm-hmm. I still didn't care. <laughs> they introduced a new character that I wasn't invested in. They introduced. Mm-hmm. They brought back Jimmy Woo, which I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought back Cat Darcy. Yeah, Darcy. Mm-hmm. Who I was like. Okay, but why is yeah, she Yeah, I saw her, here? I was like... Uh, and then I remembered that she was in Thor, I was like... Uh, yeah, okay. I saw her, and she's in the group of trucks, and they're like, okay, they got the whole... It's some Someone from something different. And what is she? <laughs> Astrology? No, what is she? Uh, she's an astrophysicist. <laughs> and I'm like, why is she all of a sudden spearheading this operation? <laughs> and why does she suddenly know all this kind of stuff? I'm like... Maybe I just need to go back and watch Thor if she's that like. She was a poli sci major in Thor, I think. Yeah, see, so I'm like, somewhere along the line, so things changed. They introduced these. They brought back these characters that I just mm-hmm. don't care about. I'm waiting right. in this episode for it to come out. Like we have someone that is familiar with these uh, pocket dimensions. His name is Victor Von Doom, and I'm like, oh my god. You know, I'm waiting for that mm-hmm. moment where it's like the big reveal. This is what this show's about. And so far, mm-hmm. all I can tell is Wanda's sad that Vision's dead, so she made a pocket dimension where he's not dead. And everyone else has been, like, mm-hmm. kidnapped in it. And I'm kind of like, okay. And then, she, like, she, she might be the villain. And I'm like, she was already the villain. She was the villain in mm-hmm. uh, Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I don't really care. But I'm looking more forward to... Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because like, have you been watching like, um, like theory videos about like what's actually going on with, no, like inside I didn't videos out? Is this on like YouTube or something? Yeah, just on YouTube. I, I've seen a lot actually on TikTok, which is kind of ironic. Um, but people are theorizing about like what's actually going on, and they think Mephisto's involved. Yeah, where did that idea come from? Um, so they think Agnes, who's whatever, like the, like, what the hell's her name? Catherine Hahn or whatever her name is. Like the peppy neighbor? Yeah, the peppy neighbor. Um, they think that she's Agatha Harkness, who in the comics is a witch who trains Wanda. Um, but they think that in this, like, edition, whatever you want to call this. Earth? Uh, this iteration of the character she's evil uh but they think that ralph who she keeps mentioning is mephisto um and they think that i mean the last episode when they were putting up everyone's picture and iding them with their yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah. driver's licenses she didn't have one oh so she didn't exist like no one could find a record of her existing um and also the other thing I, I was just watching something about this today. Um, when you see uh, Monica Rambeau like touching what looks it looks like a TV mm-hmm. screen, it's blue. So, but Wanda's magic is red. Right. So something else is keeping Wanda in, not just mm-hmm. Wanda. Which I mean that it's completely just a theory. But that, that's what but like kind it, of, it's it's yeah, it's kind of what I was yes. talking about with the Mandalorian. That's right. really cool for the fans. Oh, Agatha yeah. is this witch that was in this comic book. But for someone who doesn't know about Marvel, it's just like, 
okay, Wanda's sad and she made a pocket dimension. Yeah, and, that's... I, and I mean, like, I would never have known about any of that mm-hmm. if I hadn't, like, gone looking to find right. it. So that's why I think this would be a good binge word to think. Once the series is done, then I can say, Mom, Dad, go watch this. This is a, mm-hmm. you'll watch it all in one night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it, it's, I don't know. Like, I'm, I think it's really, really good. And I think the storytelling potential is really, really interesting. Like, the way they're setting it up is different. Um, I'm hoping it turns out where it's like, this was satisfying. Like, at the end, it's like, okay, like a good. Click, this uh, is what I came or... here for. But... Yeah, I mean, you know, it's still, I mean, we're, like, the next episode is the halfway mark, so we're not even halfway quite yet. Like, there's a lot that could happen still. Um, I think the thing I'm most curious to see is uh, what Vision actually is. Yeah, is he like, a zombie? Is he a, uh, like, a I, Vision? <laughs> I, I, apparently there was a like an end credits scene at the end of Endgame. Endgame? Endgame, yeah. Um, where it showed Wanda unzipping a body bag and Vision was inside. Oh. Yeah. There's concept art for it. Uh, I'll have to, I'll send it to you. Oh, so but, they didn't actually um, have it? They just, it was an idea for an end credits scene? Yeah, they, they were going to have it, but I guess they cut it because they wanted um, Endgame to feel more of like a, a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I think that she is reanimating his dead body. And it's really... The thought of that is... I don't know. Feels like a good horror movie set up for uh, Multiverse of Madness. I mean, it could be a good setup to Marvel Zombies. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Mephisto is an interesting theory, only because they're coming out with a Moon Knight and Ghost Rider series, Mm -hmm. which... Cannot wait for Moon Knight. Oh, my boy. Uh, Moon Knight's Oscar Isaac. I know. I'm, I'm so excited. I was so nervous about their casting. I was like, they're going to screw it up. Like they yeah. did with uh, Iron Fist. But I'm very, very, very confident. Mm-hmm. But Moon Knight and Ghost Rider play, and play a huge part in, it was called, it was this run called Damnation. Mm-hmm. With It was Doctor Strange, Damnation. Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, the Scarlet Spider, which is a variation of Spider-Man, which if they're going mm-hmm. to be doing this multiverse Spider-Man, he's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Captain Voodoo? Or Dr. Voodoo. Okay. A really cool character. Check him out if you can. Swamp Thing mm-hmm. or Swamp Man or whatever. Man Thing. Mm-hmm. Man Thing. <laughs> and I think that's what he's called. And... Um, what's her what's name? Uh, Bloodstone. Oh my god, I love it. She's like a vampire hunter. Jessica Bloodstone or something Bloodstone. I've never heard of her. Um, they all, they're kind of like the Mar- the Avengers, but for fantasy. For like demons mm-hmm. and ghosts and that kind of stuff. It's really, really mm-hmm. cool run. It's called the mm-hmm. Min- they're called the Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns. The original Midnight Suns had, not Mephisto. Jared Leto's playing him, the stupid vampire. The edgy vampire. Oh, Morpheus. 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 Morpheus was one of the original Midnight Suns. Hmm. So my reasoning is like, okay, are they building up to the Midnight Suns? Because that would be really refreshing. Well, we also know that they're 
now know that they're probably building up to Young Avengers as well because you have um, what's her name in the Hawkeye series um, Kate Bishop I think is her name they have Billy and Tommy who are um, Speed and Wiccan Speed Speed <laughs> what's your superhero name? Um, Speed Speed what Why? do you do I'm fast. Speed okay Cool. He only he only has one word he can say. It's speed. Um. He's not even fast. What's your name? Speed. What can you do? Speed. speed. Okay, speed. He's like he's like a knockoff Groot, except much much worse. <laughs> he's just a dude, and like he's like Hodor. Speed. What do you think? Speed. Speed. Okay. Cool. I agree with um. speed. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I think. I think Disney is playing their cards very well by uh, maybe not in the best storytelling method because it feels like it's just kind of like you have to watch every single thing in order to understand every single thing that's going on, which I think is also their goal to keep people subscribed. Yeah. So it's, it's a smart business model thing, but I think it can, for, for the less... Uh, devoted fans i think it's going to get a little bit tricky so yeah which is what i'm worried about i mean because mm-hmm. like you said avengers for a lot of people are kind of second there's people that love mm-hmm. avengers they'll watch anything with marvel in it but a lot of people are kind of like oh vision he's from avengers yeah i'll watch it wait why is he a human wait why is this in the night like Mm-hmm. it's interesting storytelling it's just confusing storytelling which maybe is their yes. idea maybe it's that's the point I, I i think that especially after episode four i think that's kind of part of the point and i think even uh they released the trailer for the second half of the series which i guess that's a thing that they do now mm-hmm. i didn't know that they ever did that kind of thing with tv shows but um but they were showing like how the like reality the, not the reality show um the sitcom like structure is starting to fall apart like people are forgetting their lines or things like that or like breaking from in real time um breaking from the yeah script or whatever i i don't know i i think it'll be very interesting to see how it plays out but i i do i do think that wandavision right now is more interesting and has more promise has promised to be better than season two of the Mandalorian, which is saying something. Cause I think season two of the Mandalorian is really pretty excellent. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I give a crap about the characters in that. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. give more crap about the frog lady in the Mandalorian than I do about Wanda or vision. Well, I mean, I, I could say that about vision. I mean, I really liked Wanda, like even in like, um, age of ultron mm-hmm. i really liked wanda but like at the same time like i had no idea who she was before then like i kept forgetting she existed yeah i mean the only really thing i knew about her at least from the comics was that she was magneto's daughter and I've, yeah, i didn't yeah, even know that uh quicksilver and uh scarlet witch were magneto and mm-hmm. what's scarlet uh not scarlet johansson jennifer lawrence's character in x-men oh mysterio that's weird Myster- whatever those two they 
Okay, well. But in the comics, that's how it is. And obviously, they couldn't do that at the time they made Quicksilver right. and Scarlet Witch because they didn't own the rights. But Right. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. Yeah. But um, I'm actually... I'm. Did you hear about um, the Acolyte? The uh, yeah, the show. new Star Wars TV show. Mm-hmm. What's the first one with the Old Republic? I think. Is it like the Old Republic or the High Republic? I think it's old. High Republic is the book series they're doing now. I think what? Acolyte is. Acolyte is Old Republic. I I think I could be wrong. I think it is. Hold on. The Ac... Oh. Light. Uh, sorry for so much of the dead air. Um, dark side powers <laughs> in the final days of the High Republic era. Oh, it's High Republic. I was about to freak out. I saw Acolyte and I'm like, oh, it has to be Old Republic. Damn. I'm sorry no, everyone, for my misinformation. They're abandoning the... Old Republic. Although I heard they're trying to either remaster the Old Republic series or make a new one. Well, they sh- they should. I think they should definitely. They have so many like good, not so many, but they have some really good old Star Wars games they, that. Yeah, they need to remaster Old Republic. They need to remaster mm-hmm. uh, Republic Commandos. Mm-hmm. They need to remaster. There's one more. Um. They tried to do it with Squadrons, but it wasn't... Squadrons sucked. I played it for about... A, like, I played the trial yeah. because it was on sale over Christmas. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, Star Wars. Yeah. And I played the trial, and I quit the trial early because I absolutely hated if it. If I could fly in third person, I'd love it. But the fact that I'm flying in first person, I'm like, where is he? I don't I don't care. Yeah. It's... If I wanted to fly in third person, I'd go to Battlefront 2. Especially now that there's people actually yeah, playing it because like a of resurge in players. Mm-hmm. I, I think EA was really not smart in their. I mean, obviously they were really not smart in how they designed and rolled out that game. Like because the general consensus, I think, is at the point where they stopped like actively supporting it, mm-hmm. it was at its best. Yeah. And, like, now, like, it was just, like, free on Steam or something like that for, and they got 19 million people to download on PC. And now it's free on uh, Battle Battle Pass? Is that what it's called? On Xbox? Battle Uh, Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass. Battle Pass. What the hell? Um, And, like, there's a bunch of people playing it now, and it's, like... Well, that's the... were they were supposed to keep, like, rolling out new characters. Like, there's... Um, like I was reading about how the ISB agent mm-hmm. for the Empire has Padme's face, mm. and they slapped it on a different character and threw it that in the game. That makes sense. At last minute. People always call her Evil Padme. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's the biggest downfall right now for like EA and Activision. EA and Activision are mm-hmm. used to making games that have a twelve-month lifespan: mm-hmm. a yearly Call of Duty, a yearly Battlefield. A yearly mm-hmm. FIFA, whatever. But honest to God, because of Fortnite, say what you will mm-hmm. about that game, it has revolutionized video games in general. Yeah, it has. And 
because of that game, people are now more interested in updates for the same game. What's new coming out for this game? Instead of, here's a season pass of four DLCs, there's going to be a new game next year. And that was... It is right now the biggest flaw with Warzone and Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. Activision does not know how to keep updating a year-long game. They don't know how to mm-hmm. give it support, and that's why there's it's like plagued with cheaters. Yeah. And that's why they rolled out Cold War and tried to mash Cold War with Warzone. They thought, well, that's what we'll do. This is the big mm-hmm. update. It's a brand new Call of Duty, and we'll just put it into Warzone. And people are like, we don't want that. We want to keep playing Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we're going to stop support with Modern Warfare, essentially. No more updates yeah. from Modern Warfare. It's all Black Ops. Right. And Black Ops is a mess. The new Black Ops is, nope. I'm going to say something controversial here, one of the worst <laughs> Call of Duties I think I've ever played. Oh, wow. It is broken to death. The skill-based matchmaking <laughs> is abysmal. And if Yeah, I never really understood that to begin so, with. So, if skill-based matchmaking is, it looks at your last two or three, maybe five games. Mm-hmm. And it says, this, has, this is as well you did. So, let's say I played five games and three of those games I did super well. I was on the objective. Mm-hmm. I had a positive KD. They go, okay, we're going to put people, we're going to put you in a lobby with people that did just as well. Mm-hmm. So now that means I'm playing with people in theory that are my skill. Yeah. And the intention is good. It means if I'm mm-hmm. a really crappy player, I'm going to be playing against crappy other crappy players. I'm not going to be put in with mm-hmm. level 500 characters. Right. But it doesn't work. So what's ending up happening mm-hmm. is I do really well when I go 20 and 11. And they mm-hmm. go, okay, based on your KD and this guy's KD, you guys are the same skill level. But I'm 20, 11, and he's like 48 and 18. Mm-hmm. But they say, well, the KD's the same. Put him in the same game. And so now, yeah. instead of me going in to play a video game, I am... If I want to win, if I want to do well, I am sweating, so to speak. I mm-hmm. need to be on top of my game. I need to be using the best guns. You can only use the three best guns. There's only three guns that are really that are really competitive. You can't use the mm-hmm. guns that you want to level up because you're not going to do well. Right. And it's just breaking the community. People now don't want mm-hmm. to play with PC people because now it's way too unbalanced. Now people mm-hmm. can only use three guns. What if I want to use this gun? Well, you're going to do poorly. Right. It's com- it- and instead of fixing that, which people want, they go, here's a new skin. Here's a new operator. People are like, we don't want that. We don't want to buy new weapon skins. We want you to fix the damn game. We want you to balance yeah. the damn game. And they're not listening. Yeah. So right now, Call of Duty, I think, is going way downhill, which is why going back to streaming, I can't play that that often. I can play three or four games, and I'm like, I'm fed up with this. This isn't fun. Right. This isn't fun to watch, mm-hmm. and this isn't fun to play. I'm going to play Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's one of the reasons why people are going back to like Battlefront Two, which is how old? Two, three years old? Uh, came out in two thousand seventeen, so it is four it's years four, old. It's a four-year-old four? game. Four, and people mm-hmm. are going back to play that game because the new games coming out yep. right now are shite. Mm-hmm. They're like, why on earth am I going to play this game where I'm getting destroyed when I can go into Battlefront and I can play as Obi Wan Kenobi? Like, yeah. And the other thing too is that there is a complete like. 
there are no other Star Wars games for people who want to play like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, you have like Fallen Order, which is new, but that's single player. And what happened to that? And once you, they were like, I, that had so much potential for DLC. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. And like, once you were done with that, it was like, okay, that's it. Yeah. Like you could play it harder. And they could like new game like, plus. I'm like, I don't care enough about yes. this. I played the game. No. It was all right. I had fun yeah. playing it, but now I'm done. Mm -hmm. And then it's over. Yeah. yeah. And the the same thing with squadrons. Like that's targeting a very specific group of people. Like for me, I don't watch Star Wars for the space battles. I have absolutely no interest. Mm -hmm. Not interested in trying to fly something. I can barely drive a car. <laughs> like it, it just doesn't go well. And now I have nothing to look forward to. Well, that's not true. I have something. I have Lego Star Wars to look forward to. Um, yeah. I'm really excited for that. I, but uh, it, I think it's going to be excellent. I'm just really I hoping hope. they try to go back to more of the... The just like grunting and going, huh? Ah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I don't think they will. Nah, <laughs> um. Um, but like that's the thing like that there's no currently there are no games like star wars games for people who want a battlefront game other than battlefront 2 yeah i mean you could try and sit in a lobby for battlefront 1 for a half hour and i just honestly didn't mind battlefront 1 a lot of people kind of were like this isn't like you know where's prequels where's sequel i thought it was a fun game i had fun playing it yeah like i had more fun playing that than i did Battlefront 2, which is saying something. Battlefront mm -hmm. 2 has so much. Mm -hmm. But Battlefront yeah, I, 1, I, EA, EA. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was like I could hop on with my buddies. I could choose any gun I want, build mm -hmm. a little class, and, you know, I kind of run around and shoot stormtroopers. It was, it was, it was, yeah. it was, excuse me, it was like an arcade game almost. Battlefront yeah. 2 tried to have more structure. Mm -hmm. But for some freaking reason, they're like, they're doubling down on star cards. You, you can't really yeah. aim. What people wanted, in my opinion, is a Battlefield game with a Star Wars skin stacked mm -hmm. on it. I don't know if you've played yes. any of the Battlefields. Mm -mm. Nope. I think, in my opinion, they are one of the greatest games ever made. I'll have to try it on Game Pass, because yeah. I they're think all there's on one there. for If you have EA, they're all they're on there. there. Yeah. They are... There's a thing in that game called a battlefield moment where it's something mm -hmm. so awe-inspiring or something so crazy. You're like, that was amazing. Like putting a bunch of C4 under your own tank to blast him in the air so he can shoot down a helicopter. Like mm -hmm. people wanted that, but Star Wars, you know, I wanted to be right. a huge, I wanted to play on Coruscant where it's a huge map and buildings are falling and I'm a stormtrooper and... You know, I'm going to hop in this tank and take on the Rebellion. It, like, that's what people wanted. Mm -hmm. And instead, they tried to make it its own game, which I definitely respect. Right. And it definitely turned mm -hmm. into a really good game on its own. But it's it just almost... Sometimes it can feel like a ride, if that makes sense. Yes. If you are an assault, you have to have the star card that makes it get all the heroes faster. And you're going to be playing it this way until you can get Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then you can go push for the objective. It's very... Mm -hmm. Whereas in Battlefield, you know, I'm an engineer. Oh, I'm not doing so well. I'm going to switch to Sniper, stand back, take out those ones. Okay, now I'm going to switch back to Engineer. It's very more tactical. Right. Whereas Star yeah. Wars, it's 
easy, I guess I want to say. I, I don't want to say easy because mm. I'm not very good at it, but it's very, <laughs> you know, you do this so you can get this, so you can do this, and so you can right. do this. And it's pretty much the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, and depending on what you're playing. Yeah, and don't get like don't get me wrong. I have a lot of fun playing it. Like I can be playing mm-hmm. with all my buddies, and we're having a blast. We can, you know, we'll be playing on a Geonosis and fighting through the desert storm, and then we see a blue and green lightsaber. We see a blue lightsaber, and we're like, oh, okay, someone's here. We see a, we realize mm-hmm. it's Grievous, and then we freak out and Grievous, whatever. Yeah, and, you know that's 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 fun. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, right now there's just not a lot of Star Wars games, and I'll be honest, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of good games out right now. I mean, I agree. Elder Scrolls Online is a, is safe. Mm-hmm. It's an MMO, but it's Elder Scrolls. It's Skyrim. Um, yeah. They're just coming out with a new chapter, which I'm so excited for. Yeah, I saw the like trailer mm-hmm. or whatever for it. Or they, they're yeah. adding new stuff to it. They're making it really nice. But mm-hmm. when it comes to like. A battle royale game, Fortnite's kind of boring. Yeah, uh, it's kind of losing its charm, I guess you could say. Warzone is a mess. It's yeah. riddled with cheaters. Mm-hmm. It's over- unbalanced. It's just PUBG is a glitchy mess. Um, yes, it can be confusing too. I got really confused yeah, when I tried like to play it. Right, right now we're kind of in this, like I guess, uh, the eye of the hurricane. We're kind of waiting. Cyberpunk mm-hmm. was such a disappointment. <sighs> Um, that was a mess. Yeah, I, I, I was looking for. I wasn't even gonna buy it. I was looking forward to. It. I was like, I want to see what this next gen is like. And yeah, find out. It's kind of um, yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Have you seen that at all? I have seen it, and see, I need to like play through maybe a couple of the older ones before I get into that one. I think I would play Origins first origin okay so right now i'll write that down on my empty list (laughs) assassin's creed has taken a weird turn towards rpgs Mm -hmm. so it's no if you've played any of the assassin's creed i hate them it's follow this guy kill this guy trail this guy Mm -hmm. go to the city do the same thing it was boring to me if anything you played it for the story what the past three have done is now you have loot now you have different uh, weapons that you can craft and you can get armor that has certain abilities with it and it's more of like a you're building your character and you're exploring this world and not just go here assassinate this guy go here assassinate this guy yeah. which i really appreciate because now i'm not playing an assassin's creed game i'm playing a viking game i'm a viking and right. i'm raiding this monastery which coincidentally mm-hmm. has guards so we're not killing the monks oh no we're killing the guards vikings didn't <laughs> kill innocent people um yeah like odyssey is an amazing game mm-hmm. but it's grindy which yeah. again i don't mind i don't mind grinding i'm one mm-hmm. of those people where i can play a game for two hours and get nothing done but i've leveled up twice and i'm like yeah cool right mm-hmm. um so that's keeping me occupied doom eternal i can't recommend both the dooms mm-hmm. that is one of the games where i can have that's on game pass too yes, I highly recommend I it. Yeah. that is one of the games where if you've had a shitty day at work or a shitty day in general you're mm-hmm. just angry, gritting your teeth. You pour yourself a cup of whiskey or maybe a beer. You sit down, you turn on Doom, and there have been points where I'm sitting in silence playing, and I just go, yeah! It's like, <laughs> it's that good of a game. It's one of, it's, mm-hmm. that might be one of my top five games. Yeah. I'll write that on my list as well. Yeah, t- uh, top, probably best game of 2020, arguably. 
Okay. Yeah, I'll have to check all these out because, like, when EA announced their partner thing, like, I re-downloaded Battlefront 1 because I was an idiot and uh, bought all of the expansion packs and everything about a month before everything was free, which set me back about 20 bucks. <laughs> and then um, I went and downloaded, um, uh, not MMA, the, uh, oh, UFC 3 and NHL 20. And I don't like either of them really, so I'm I can get rid of those. See, I don't have that much space on my console is my problem. Like if the games I can recommend to try out, uh, any Battlefield, Battlefield Four, Battlefield mm-hmm. One. If you want a good Battlefield game with mm-hmm. like Battlefield moments, Battlefield Four. If you want a game that is you can just sit there and go, wow, like mm-hmm. uh, Battlefield One. It's World War One. But it's one of those games where, at times, I'll just turn off my HUD. Because it's so... It's like a movie. I can't explain it. Battlefield 1 is one of my favorite games of all time. I cannot recommend it enough. Sam and I, at one point, we were like top 4% of players in that game. Yeah, we were... We played that religiously. (laughs) And those are the two Battlefield games. Battlefield 5, wouldn't recommend. No. (laughs) Just because... I don't like it. I don't like it. It's too... <laughs> I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's like... It's one of those games where they chose realism over playability, if that makes sense. That does make sense. I know what you're talking about. So, like... For sure. In Battlefield 1, when you want to revive someone, you take out your needle of adrenaline, you stick them, and then they're mm-hmm. up. In Battlefield mm-hmm. 5, when you want to revive someone, you walk up to someone, you hold down X... And you bring them up, you pat them on the back, you get them up, and all the while you're being shot at. Right. So in Battlefield 1, I could stick someone, switch my weapon, done. Whereas in Battlefield yeah. 5, I have to go through the whole rigmarole, get them up, and then I can fight. Same right. thing like it used to be with ammo. You drop an ammo crate, everyone can just walk over and stand over it, they get ammo. Whereas in this one, I have to walk over, I have to interact with the ammo, and I have to uh, watch my guy take the ammo and put it in. And it's immersive, mm-hmm. but right. when you're in the middle of a firefight, like... You don't necessarily want yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's not so much of, wow, this is really realistic and immersive. It's, pick up the damn ammo, I'm being shot at. <laughs> um, yeah. Keep the realism to single player, in my yeah. opinion. Because yeah. single player, I can spend my entire time looking around and... Wow, the gun mm-hmm. reload is so cool. But if I'm playing multiplayer, I don't give a crap. I want to reload. Yeah, you don't have time to worry yeah. about that. And yeah. again, that's one of the things that's kind of killing Call of Duty because they're trying to have it both ways. They're trying to have really quick yeah. gameplay where you're running around, but at the same time, when you reload, you flip the thing and you put in the... I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Hm. Yeah, it's an interesting time to be a gamer. <laughs> To be a gamer, There's a lot of good. Ga- I would start looking at indie games, honestly. If you want a good game, yeah. I just downloaded one called Donut Country, or Donut County. Donut Country, okay. It's like less than a gigabyte in size. Mm-hmm. I one hundred percent it. I got all the achievements in like two days. It's short and wow. it's a little puzzle game, and it was a mm-hmm. really cool game to play. I was playing one a while ago called The Long Dark. Yeah, which... that's a great game. It's cool. 
it kind of like the soundtrack freaked me out i don't know why like i couldn't play it at night like it was like oof, like chilling oh, i was like yeah. uh resident evil 7 yeah resident that evil 7 scary i saw well i saw the uh trailers for the new one coming out and i was like well mm-hmm. i gotta maybe i'll check out the last one yeah It's scary, it, but it's scary yeah. as in I'll be walking down a hall, I have a gun, and then I hear something mm-hmm. move behind me. And yeah. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. It's like that, it's that kind of game. The jump scares are kind of, mm-hmm. an old man comes out, he's a zombie, he's like, ah, and you shoot him and you kill him. Um, yeah. It's the atmosphere that makes it so good. And I think that's kind of what made all the Resident Evils really good, is the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, what other horror games? It might be a little bit uh, too scary for my taste. <laughs> Tell you what, I I'm more of a upbeat, in the light. Yeah, <laughs> donut. Not dark. donut county. Play donut county then. <laughs> upbeat. Farming simulator, goat simulator, donut something county. like that. Ark. That arcs arc can get pretty scary. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. It's upbeat. Doom. Doom's not scary. Doom, Doom is. <laughs> You know, demons are jumping at you and you're ripping them in half, but you're like, this nice. is awesome. You're doing backflips and like <laughs> shooting people with rocket launchers. And you're like, yeah, that, that, at no point have I been freaked out by that game. Um, I'll have to check those out then for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, I got to have something to keep me busy until Lego Star Wars comes out. <laughs> until they announce, I have a feeling there will be a uh, third Battlefront too. Not third Battlefront um, two, but well, EA third lost Battlefront their as well. No, they didn't. Mm-mm. I thought they did. They lost um, sole licensing. Oh, so because I know their Lucas uh, films games is coming back. Yes, um, I think basically what's happening is EA like gets part of the license. Okay. So like they're doing the Fallen Order sequel. Ubisoft, Ubisoft. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, they're doing the open world, um, something. They that's all they've announced then, of it then so play far. Play the new Assassin's Creed. You'll get an idea of what new it's Assassin's like because Creed. they can't really, they can't. Re- they just really do the same game over and over again, but with a different skin. Yeah. So if it's open world, it's either going to be like Watch Dogs, I hope not, or uh, Assassin's Creed, which I really hope so. Excuse me. There's rumors that it's going to be, uh, yeah, bounty hunter, kind of thing. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there's rumors that they're going to do that EA is going to do Battlefront three, um, which I kind of hope they do. Like, I I would like to see them actually learn from the mistakes of the previous two and actually like take time and like put out a game. That's not just like that. They don't have to keep like fixing and doing all that kind of stuff too. I mean, I want them to make a Battlefield game in Star Wars. I want to be able to go to my E11 mm-hmm. Blaster and customize it. Instead of, mm-hmm. you have four guns for each class. I'm like, that's so lame. And the customizations, you can... Yeah, with like two. three mods yeah. on it, and it not like none of them are actually like super helpful. Yeah, like here's a mod. It's a flashlight. I don't freaking want to... Here's a night vision for a heavy blaster. Yeah. Like, yeah. Here's, a, here's an SMG. It's an, It has a night vision. Thank you. I'm like, but... Yeah. Yeah, it... They need to. They need to stay. Take a step back, because I, I know right now they're working on Battlefield, uh, six. 
mm-hmm. which they have a lot to like fix with because battlefield 5 i don't know if you remember when that came out they mm-hmm. showed the trailer and in the trailer the main character was this company woman with a prosthetic like robot arm mm-hmm. like fighting nazis and all that kind of stuff and people were like this isn't historic and the only reason they were like mm-hmm. that is because battlefield one was extremely historic you would mm-hmm. go into a battle and they would say and if you won they would say if this wasn't the case if they had won this is what probably would have happened in the coming days of the war and it was awesome mm-hmm. and then battlefield 5 was like this guy's like wearing a tank top carrying an mg34 and this woman has prosthetic arms and like an eye patch and stuff and people are like what the hell is yeah. this and they decided to double down and go well if you don't like it don't buy it and so people mm. didn't buy it and it did horribly <laughs> um so they have a lot of a lot of AAA companies have a lot of fixing to do, and it's appalling to me. It's appalling mm-hmm. that I can play these games and go, "This is a AAA studio. This is unacceptable." Mm-hmm. Whereas I could yeah. go to Golf with Your Friends, which was made by two people, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "This works better than Call of Duty Black Ops." Like, yeah. It... <laughs> this is this is giving me a bad like look like god he just bitches and moans about video games i don't know if he actually likes playing video games don't get it twisted yeah, i mean you're you're a twitch streamer you you, you do all these video games so i mean yeah like, do not it, get it twisted your... i play these games religiously i play yeah. i have put so many hours into i the battle pass came out for black ops i finished it within two weeks like Damn. yeah don't get it i play these games religiously and i think that's why it gives me the right to say this is why they're bad if I played, I, I spent two weeks working for a Mac Ten on the Battle Pass. <laughs> you get Mac Ten Beast, and I like. Well, it was. It's not as much anymore. It's kind of they nerfed it, which is good. So. But they need to nerf the DMR, and they need to nerf the AK Seven Four U. The AK Seven Four U. Again, do you have five hours? The AK Seven Four U should not be doing the same amount of damage as an assault rifle. Yeah. Anyway, that that's neither here nor there. I like playing video yeah. games, I promise. When we play on Friday, I won't be this cankerous. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking we'll probably okay. play a little Warzone. If you want something that is it's extremely engaging, I would highly recommend mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Online. I'll look into that, it. I, I, I tried to get into Skyrim, and I was like... <laughs> Skyrim isn't for everybody, but Elder Scrolls Online... It's got this special something about it. I don't know how to explain it. The stories are good. Mm-hmm. The voice acting is really good. No. Every single NPC is voice uh, fully voiced. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and some of them are voiced by, like, Alfred Molina voices someone. Um, who's the guy that played uh, Dumbledore in Harry Potter? Oh, um, what's his name? Um... Richard someone. Richard he voices that was the old no, one no, yeah now the new one he voices someone michael gammon michael gammon he voices someone and bill nye voices someone <laughs> malcolm mcdowell plays uh i'm sold yeah. with bill nye malcolm mcdowell plays uh mm. moly ball it's like mm. it's well cast it's well voiced it's a very good game and it's something that can take up a lot of time i've okay put, okay yeah I've, i think he sold me on that one for sure yeah because that one yeah okay I got a lot to think about in the next couple days. Yeah, you know, if you get a right pass, you can be an Argonian that can summon a bear. Like, 
mm-hmm. it's just fantasy and fun Argonian that can summon a bear yeah right now Something i'm playing as a warden um mm-hmm. who lives in the woods uh he's very dirty and he summons a bear and mm-hmm. he can summon like a little jellyfish that follows him around and he rides an elk mm-hmm. it's like it's, it's fun it's fun i rode an elk once you rode an elk once no, no. i wish no, I had, you though. didn't <laughs> imagine how cool that would be yeah <laughs> you know i rode an elk what? <laughs> i rode an elk once it was great Terrible. yeah what is it what's an elk it's like a big horse right with horns it's a big horse. Yeah, cool. I think it has uh, horns. Yeah. All right. She knows what an elk is. Yeah. I still don't believe her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, Cameron, thanks for it's being on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you ever want to do this again, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun bitching and moaning. I got so much more to talk about. <laughs> well, I, I would like to have you back on at some point to talk more Star Wars, because I know we were talking the one night about, um, and I found this when I was sending you um, links and stuff for tonight. Um, we were talking about like Star Wars shows that we would like to see mm. and stuff like that. And uh, that's something that I absolutely want to talk about. Um, and I'd love to have you back as a I, guest to uh, kind of bounce ideas off of and to hear yours definitely. too. Because I'd I think... love to come back. This was yeah. a lot of fun. Appreciate it. Yeah. And again, if you want to stream anytime, let me know. Friday's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. i to figure out what we're going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, just should be should be fun i'll make sure to put that uh, tweet up i'll start uh advertising it'll be lit i usually i got nervous <laughs> like the night i was like yeah we should do this you were like hey monday i was like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well it gives me time because i'm probably going to just i'm going to stream from my console as well so i've been trying to set up my page because i streamed once for a half an hour mm-hmm. and there was no audio so I deleted the stream and then, st- so I'm starting over. I just set up the yeah, one like stream elements or something. Don't or... get like down. Don't get bogged down. Yeah. I mean, I figure like uh, everything about this, like this podcast, like Twitch, whatever I end up doing for right now, it's just to kind of like have something to try that's and good. do. That's so. that's really good. That's kind of what Twitch is for me. It's something that I can say, mm-hmm. oh, I feel like I'm going to stream tonight or whatever. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a good way to occupy time especially now when everything's kind of up in the air whether or not right we're going to be able to go back out whether or not we're going to be able to <laughs> you know get back to normality at least i yeah, can say that, that would be nice yeah, at least i can say well it goes pretty <laughs> the world is burning yeah, exactly. but hey check me playing warzone <laughs> <laughs> the world's burning but check out my podcast yeah. uh all right well everyone go you're on you're on twitter right i'm on twitter Twitter at spiffmick gaming and i'm on twitch spiffmick s-p-i-f-m-i-c-k look for the green dog you heard it here first folks go follow and like and subscribe and tweet and watch (laughs) cameron (laughs) um and yeah so we will be streaming on friday february 5th at 830 ish i'll i'll tweet when we're live and stuff mm-hmm. like that too um but yeah look for tweets and stuff from us um all this week um as we'll be promoting um <laughs> uh but yeah uh thanks for listening cam thanks for being here thanks again for having me. uh and i will see you all on friday all right bye, guys. bye. bye.